Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back with my special guest co-host, Michael. We're going to have a good conversation today. I think this is going to be one of those conversations that surprises you out there because uh, most people are not going to believe that this is one of those conversations that people in prison have on a regular basis. And uh, I'm thinking that it's going to be interesting to a lot of people. But before we get into it, let Michael say a few things, introduce himself to y'all that don't know him, and then we're going to jump right on into talking about white privilege. Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be back with you. Uh, this is a conversation we had man, probably a month ago or something uh, that I just brought back up that we've, we uh, wanted to try to hash out and see if we can get some people's comments on it. Uh, so we just wanted to see what was going on. Yeah, anybody out there that uh, has an opinion or a comment or, or maybe even want to give us some insight and advice about this topic or any other topic, uh, hit me up at my email, doingtimewithjot at gmail.com, or you can hit the message button on the podcast and leave us a message so we can check that out. But anyway, let me, before we get started, let me read the definition of what white privilege is, right? And this was looked up on Google. You know, Google knows everything, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to go with this definition of white privilege. It says it's a noun, but here it is, right right here, y'all. Inherent advantages possessed by a white person on the basis of their race in a society characterized by racial inequality and injustice. Now, before we get deep into it, I would like Michael to... uh, tell everybody about the conversation that he found himself in uh, with another uh, guy that's locked up that brought this uh, topic up. So go ahead and tell us about that. We were sitting out on the rickyard one day. And And uh, this is another inmate, y'all, so you know. know, I want you to understand that everybody in here is not talking about dope and guns and phones and all that old kind of stuff. So, you know, we do have some conversations on the level that force you to have to think. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. We were sitting on the rickyard one day, and uh, uh, somebody had made a comment about something that they didn't like what was going on with uh, the way they were being treated or something. And I said, well, you're in prison. And then another guy, it was I think it was like two black guys and two white guys. might have been more more white people there. Okay. He said, the, the other black guy that was with me said, that's that white privilege. Okay. You think you got a white privilege? You think you should get everything that you're expected to get everything. Now, well, let me ask you this. What, when you said that it was a conversation going on and somebody said they were tired of all of these things that's happening, right? In prison, right? Yeah, I think it was about the commissary. It was about the commissary, meaning that commissary. What, what What happened with the commissary? His commissary wasn't right or, or, or he felt like he was being done wrong. And this was a black person or no, a white person? No, it was a white guy. This was a white guy. A white he guy. felt that he was being mistreated because he, all of the food that he had ordered through the commissary hadn't come, right? Right. Okay, go ahead. Like it was just affecting him. It, he, it, him. Yeah, and we were trying yeah. to explain to him, it's not you. Yeah. The, 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 the whole thing's messed up. Right. It's not just you. Well, you get your stuff every week because there's a black woman working in commissary. He was saying it, right. we get it like yeah, that. Get so it. I, I threw the joke out there and said, well, it's about time. It's, right. it's about you time. You joke. Yeah, yeah. You threw that out yeah. there. And we all know each other. Everybody that right. was in the pod, we all know each other. We hang out. Right. So... And so that, that topic came up about white privilege. Yeah. He said, nah, white privilege doesn't exist. I said, so you telling me that you don't get special treatment because of your, your color? Nah, I've never been I've never been treated like that. I've never had white privilege. Right. But the whole time he's playing. He's he's joking. He's joking. Because but he, he, <laughs> he how do you know he was joking? 
because at the end of the conversation, he ended up saying, "I'm just, I'm just playing. I, I know that it does exist, but still, I haven't had it." He hasn't benefited from <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he, he said they still exist. He said they still gave me twelve years for this for this sentence. This and that. I said you had meth, you had a bunch of drugs, so why would you not have twelve years? Right. Even said, in, <laughs> but see, even in that comment that he made, they gave me twelve years, so I didn't get it. He, he that's an acknowledgement that is real, and he <laughs> felt like that when his time came up to benefit from it, he didn't get yeah. it right. So yeah. what? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just curious about that when you told me uh, that that conversation had taken place because. A lot of people in uh, in the free world wouldn't believe that those type of issues take place in prison, you know, because you got blacks, white, Latinos, all Asians, everybody's in, in, in prison, right? A lot of people from different backgrounds and races are in prison, right? So how is it that white privilege uh, could even be a topic? You got white people in here, right? How could white privilege be something that exists in here? And that's why I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to explore how you might think that white privilege, even when you when it comes to the criminal justice system, how white privilege still has a, a footprint and how it still affects, you know what I'm saying, the, the makeup in prison. Have you ever thought about that? Well, I, ha I have to say that if, if we truly think about it, yeah. everybody is not racist, but everybody's prejudiced. Okay, what, explain that to me. Because racism is one thing, but pre uh, uh, to be prejudiced, you're just prejudging. Definition of, of prejudice, prejudging. Mm -hmm. Everybody prejudges everybody, whether it's by the race, their, their, their color, their skin, their uh, sexuality, anything. That, it's some, everybody is prejudged. Mm -hmm. So we can say that everybody's prejudiced, but not racist. Mm -hmm. So we'll say that the prejudgment comes in with the color of the skin with white privilege because society society hasn't changed since the 1700s it's just evolved meaning what it's just from went your from, standpoint it's went from outright uh, 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 prejudice to behind the scenes uh -huh. you know, sliding things in like when we talked about uh, slavery by another name it went yeah. from it went Blue from Jim Crow and all that yeah, it went from one thing to another it just evolved right Right, I, I get that to an extent. I do. I, I think what you were trying to say uh, when you said prejudice or whatever, you said uh, uh, you got racist and then you got people that are bigoted. You got people that are bigoted, right? So, yeah, you got people that are bigoted. I'm, I'm looking up, I'm trying to look up in this dictionary, right, to find definition of a bigot, right? And I think a bigot think a bigot is somebody that is, is uh, judges a person by the color of their skin and a racist is a person that has institutions behind the way they see things, right? You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I grew up uh, understanding that, you know, black people, people of color couldn't be racist. We don't have institutions and laws to back up our beliefs. You feel what I'm saying? But we can be bigoted. Mm -hmm. We can be bigoted towards a person, you know what I'm saying, of a different race. Not liking them because of the color of their skin, but there ain't no power behind it. I just don't yeah. like you. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But racism is, is by definition built on an institution. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a way of conducting things, conducting business. Now, but when it comes to uh, the criminal justice system, do you really believe that uh, white people that are put in prison benefit from white privilege? I have to say. Yes, in 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 
the majority of the well, every prison that I've been in. Uh, so how do you explain that to people? Don't get it twisted. I, I, I'm just trying to like make sure that people understand where we're coming from. But, but how would you explain to people that white privilege exists in prison, in the criminal justice system, when you have white people that are put on death row, given life sentences, uh, given uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, the same types of sentences that people of color get, how would you be able to, how do you get them to understand that white, these people, even in that, still benefit from white privilege? Well, it's like, uh, it's like uh, Michelle Alexander mentioned in, in the New Jim Crow, she said that the, 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 that certain white people were caught up in and they were just victims of the circumstances. Collateral because, damage. Collateral damage. That's the word. Right. That's the word she used. Collateral damage. Right. So that's that's where a lot of that comes in as the, as the collateral damage. Right. But don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not uh, one to, to to judge or to uh, No, we're not doing any of that. We, we, we're conversating. We're going to break this thing down. It ain't yeah. no, you know, it ain't nothing about what we're saying. This ain't personal. This the business. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And we just want people to understand that uh, this it exists, and I know a lot of people would shoot back and say, "Well, it can't be a such thing." You got people in there that are white that got anywhere from five years to the death penalty. So white privilege can't benefit. They couldn't have benefited from white privilege, but that's not true. That's not true. The system wasn't set up for them. Uh, like uh, Michelle Alexander said in her book, you know what I'm saying? What was the New Jim Crow, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that collateral damage. Uh, but it wasn't intended to happen to them now. It was intended to happen to people of color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and it's a carryover from slavery and all of those things. It's, it's, it's evident that it happens out there in the free world, but people would have a hard time understanding how it happens in here. Uh, let's, let, let's try to come up. Let, now, I'm going to ask you off the top of your head. Uh, let's not get so extreme with like an example of somebody on death row and this and that. On a smaller level, like jobs, do you think uh, white privilege plays a role in the type of jobs that people in prison get, inmates? I do, because the more pro so-called prominent jobs in prison are held by majority of white people. That's right. But I wouldn't accept. I, I, I wasn't accepting that. You're gonna give me the job right. that I qualify for. Right. I'm gonna work to get the job that I qualify. What I do, I, I, I can do everything that needs to be done in maintenance. Right. So, I've gotten to the point where now they could they have to come to me about something that needs to be done. Right. But it wasn't always like that. Right. It was always somebody else. Right. But I had to prove myself that I can get this done. Right. It wasn't you just to, it wasn't you had automatic. To go above and beyond. Yeah. Whereas the, the 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 white guy didn't have to do that. It was yeah. just understood that, you know, he he said he could do this even though some, half of the people that I've met throughout my years that might have those prominent jobs they didn't know what the hell they were doing. But they got the job anyway because they were white, you know what I'm saying. But when it came to somebody black, they put you through all these hoops to get the job, and so on and so forth. And if you, even if you were more qualified or overqualified, they still put you on the bench mm -hmm. and said, you know, wait your turn, that, that type of stuff, right? But I don't think a lot of people out there understand that that kind of stuff happens in prison on this level because we're all here to be uh, punished. punished, so <laughs> to speak. You know what I'm saying? Let me say it like that, right? And that's, like I said, that's another reason that I wanted to do this show so that people understand that that, that type of stuff, that mindset doesn't stop because we get put behind this fence. Um, I'll give you I'll give you another example. Yeah. The, uh, the guy had asked me, he was like, go 
go ask so-and-so, one of the people, free world people, uh, what's going on with this issue. So I was like, all right, I'll go in there and ask him. So I go in the door and start the conversation with the man. And then the, the guy that, that asked me to, start, to have the conversation with him came in the door with me. So white guy stood next to me the whole conversation. The whole conversation, I'm asking the questions. This free world person kept looking at him. Yeah. But I'm the one talking. Yeah. I'm the one to having the conversation. Well, I don't know if we're going to do that. But he's looking at him the whole time. Yeah. Never once did he look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he tried to bother with you, right? He tried to bother with you. I've seen that before. I've seen that on both sides. I've seen that with inmates. And I've seen it with, like, staff people here, you know, at other places that I've been and worked. And it might be a, a black uh, employee and a white employee and uh, whoever was in the room talking to them I might just be sitting up they're not paying any attention to me I'm like I'm the old slave so you know we can say whatever <laughs> we want to say in front of him he ain't no threat yeah. you know so they would be talking and they would be looking at the white employee and not the black employee yeah. and a couple of times the black employee would be the one that was the supervisor they ain't even paying no attention to him no you see what I'm saying <laughs> yeah that kind, of, and that kind of stuff happened I'm just thinking you know most people like I said before most people would not believe that that type of stuff happens in this type of environment, but it does. And it's a sickness that we have in our society that uh, it, it, it has to be dealt with on all levels. Is it I just because think it's hard for people to understand that though. Is it because society is trained to this? Is it because it's been deeply embedded in the American culture? Yeah, I so mean, yeah, you, you experience it, you experience it from grade school on up. You know what I'm saying? And you, 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 you get used to it, uh, and you don't know what to do. You really, first of all, you have to know what it is. Most of us don't even know what it is. We automatically see ground to, you know, that this person is better than me because you see from 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 this high up that all of the attention is paid towards the the white person and not the black person. So you automatically start thinking, well, they they know more than me. Uh, they think. They got this issue in control more than me. They got this better job than me. Uh, or they got this better job than my parent or whatever the case may be. So let's say you, you go through all of that, which most people of color do, but you don't know what that is. You can't put a label on that. So you start to think this is just what it is. And then as you become aware and knowledgeable, you learn that this thing has a name, right? Mm -hmm. So now once you figure out it has a name, it's like, okay, what do you do about it? It's like when you go to the doctor and the doctor says that you have cancer or you have some kind of disease and whatnot. And now they can say based off of this, this diagnosis, they can treat it. They can treat it. You feel what I'm saying? But you diagnosed it and figured out that this thing here is called white privilege. So how do you treat that? Yeah. How do you treat that? Because like, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, I, I would have been the one telling you, no, it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. And why do you think you'd have been the one to say? Because my, my mother worked hard, and I saw her working hard and, and being a success, and I was like, it can't it can't exist. Look 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 at what she's doing. Right. So, I, growing up, I would have said, no, that, that, that white white privilege doesn't exist. I think that's what fools a lot of people. It that, is. You know, you can somebody they could be putting in work, and you'll see all of the things that you measure, and and, 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 and we conclude to be successful moves in the game, and they're moving up, they're moving up, but I wonder what type of things that your mother went through that she didn't share with you. Oh, she probably went through a lot. You feel what I'm saying? That, you know, she kept that away from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that those roadblocks that she overcame, 
You know, I, I wonder about some of those things, and I, I'm sure she experienced them. I mean, I, and if she didn't, you know, yeah. you know, God bless her, but I, I'm sure that she did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I just think that, like you say, oh, what do we do about that? I, I, I really don't know other than to become knowledgeable about what it is. And like you said, don't allow yourself to be put on, you know what I'm saying, the bench. Yeah. Uh, say, no, I, I'm, I'm in this line. I have the skill set, and uh, I'm not saying that I'm better than this individual. What I'm saying is I'm equal to this individual. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you need to judge both of us on the merits, as opposed to you know giving in to that idea of like you say white privilege. Because a lot of times I wonder if a lot of white people are knowledgeable about what they're doing. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's just there. They don't. They it's don't, just there. That they may they not even know thought. what they're doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, they may not even know and have no idea. Then when you bring it to their attention, it, the right way, because a lot of people will become offended by that. I've had some conversations with some white people that I know. And they say, I don't know what you're talking about. They be upset about it too, right? I'm talking about pity. Yeah, yeah. Because you're trying to say to them that you benefited just because you're white, not because you're smart or not because you have this skill set. And that's not what I would be saying at all, but, you know, the way it would come across to some white people is that's what you're saying, you know. But I hope that uh, you know those uh, people that uh, are knowledgeable about what white privilege is, uh, they would stand on the side of what's right as opposed to standing on the side of what's white. And uh, I might need to write that down. That, that, that almost rhymes right there. But <laughs> but at the end of the day, this is a solution that this is a problem that. It has to be solved by uh, white people, uh, in my opinion. Uh, this is something that I think that uh, they're going to have to do some soul searching on. There's nothing that we can do to stop people from uh, doing that. I, I just don't know what we can create, whatever laws we want to. And history has shown us that yeah. no matter what law you create, it's always they got a backdoor to it so they can still do A, B, or C, right? So, you know. I don't really know. I don't really know. I just thought it would be an interesting topic to talk about to give people something to think about. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I still, I still like to know what your listeners say. I want to know what you all have to say about that. I want to know that. Oh uh, yeah, I would hope that they would hit us up. You know what I'm saying? At doing time with Joe T at gmail.com. Or like I say, uh, hit the message button on the podcast and uh, let us know what you think about that. You know, um, we really want to know. We really want to know. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up. This has been another episode. Unless you got anything you want to say. No, go ahead. You sure? Uh, this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, the crime critic. Peace, y'all.